Money, 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 money. What do you do without it? What do you do with it? What do you do to earn it? And what do you do to have more of it? And do you need to have more of it? Now, there's a lot of questions there where money's concerned. So I'm going to ask this special question. Do you need more money? And if you do, would you like to be in the position where you're financially free so that money's not controlling your life? Have you ever been in a position where money is controlling your life? And how did it make you feel? I've got some tips and coming from a place where money has never been important to me, and I know that sounds, a lot of people say that, but it really hasn't. I've never done anything for the money. But what I found out from all the wealthy people in the world Neither did they. <laughs> Nobody that has true wealth, where they're financially secure, uh, they do what they love, they're passionate about the way they make money, none of those people ever did it for the money. So the first really important tip is, if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be financially free, if you don't ever want to have to worry about money ever again, the experts, the wealth creation experts, the billionaires, the multimillionaires, everybody that's does what they love and they're wealthy will all say do what you're passionate about do what you would do for free it seems to be the underlying fundamental that if you would do it for free you are more likely to make money because you're doing something that you're passionate about you're not doing it for the money so there's another the first thing is do what you love the next thing is if you're doing it for the money then perhaps work in a bank or in a financial institution or a stockbroker's or do something to do with money because if you love money and money's your driving force, then you have to be involved with the money people because if you're in, a, in any other kind of business and you're doing it for the money, people will figure that out, particularly women. We seem to have this sixth sense. I don't know whether that's what that even means, but we seem to know that if you're trying to sell me something because you want to make money, we don't like it. So number one, do what you love. Number two, if, it, if it's about the money and you really want to make money, go and work at the bank. Then is it possible to make as much money as you want to? And it's when I ask the question, do you want to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that you love, be financially free and have great relationships, the four big areas of life, usually people say yes. I've never had anybody say to me, I want to be unhealthy, I want to have a crappy job, I want to be broke and I want to have horrible people in my life. No one's ever said that to me. How about you? But the easiest one is the money one because in a, in a world where money does drive everything, the economy, uh, what we do for holidays, what kind of house we buy, what kind of car we drive, everything seems to be driven by money. Uh, maybe take a step back from that. We can't live without it, but is it actually the money that's important or is it what we can do with the money? And that was another thing I was taught a very long time ago and perhaps why my headspace is rock solid and strong about how easy it is to make money because when you are when you do something that you love uh, and there's and there's plenty of money in the world that's a really important thing there's plenty of money and people want to invest money they want to buy things uh, if it's going to add value to their life it's not the money the actual well now we don't even have money do we it's just a a, a transaction of numbers from one bank account to another you don't actually see money anymore which is probably interesting because when you had to count the money out to buy something we probably were a little bit more careful with our money but it the actual money is not what it's about I was taught freedom and choice if you have the right amount of money you don't have to worry about money anymore yay 
and you have the freedom and choice to live your life the way you want to live. And I'll put that in a different way. Do you want money to control your life or do you want to be in control of your money? And I think that's a really important question because the wealthy people, the people that have a career or business that they love, the people that are making money and they're doing it in a way that they're proud of will all share with you that they're doing what they're passionate about. They would do it for free. It's not about the money. They just want to add value to other people's lives. And that's that sweet spot that I often share and it's the thing that I think drives the world. If you want to be happy, have a great business, be in a great relationship, have a great life. You've got to do what you're passionate about, aim to keep getting better at it, and make sure that you're adding value to people's lives. That's even, if you, you, can, you can apply that to relationships. Only be in relationships that you're passionate about. Aim to keep getting better, becoming a better person in that relationship so that you can add value to your partner's life, to your family's life, to the people in your lives' lives. How does that sound? So that sweet spot is really important when it comes to making money. Because if you do what you love and you aim to become better and better at it, so that's the second circle, the third circle is add value to people's lives, making money is really easy. And that's what I want to share with you. For me, money has never been a challenge. And I'll just give you a quick history on that. I started working literally for money when I was 10 years of age. And when I say working for money, uh, a lady at my church asked me if I would like to come and help her. She was uh, selling planter pots at the markets. And it was in Melbourne, Victoria. And she said, I'll pay you $10 a day to come and help me at the markets. And I didn't think about the $10 a day. I was thinking about, well, Wendy needs my help, so I'm going to go help her. Well, when we got there, and this is, I don't know if this is DNA or this is a logical common sense or whether I was born with this, I don't know. But I looked at the situation really quickly. I was 10 years of age. And I said to Wendy, this is a no-brainer for me. I can do this. I can sell these pots for you. Leave me here. You go to another market and take half the pots with you. And then you keep all of that money. I'll take a percentage of the pots that I sell at this market today. Don't pay me $10, pay me a percentage. Now that's called being an entrepreneur and I've been that all of my life, so maybe that's in my DNA. But it turns out that from the age of 10, instead of earning $10 a day, I was earning $40, $100, $200, $500 at 10 years of age. So for me, to make money, it's easy. You've got to add value to people's lives and, and back yourself. Don't, tell, don't let people tell you what you're worth. You decide what you're worth and then you go and earn that. Now, you have to have the skills to do that. I get it. So if you're going to, and I'll use sales as an example because a lot of people don't want to be a salesperson. But sales is not selling anything. It's just communicating effectively. Why would you try and sell something to somebody if they don't want to buy it? Like, how ridiculous. How do you like it if somebody tries to sell something sell something to you that you don't need? People try and sell me wine. I don't drink wine. People try and sell me alcohol. I don't drink alcohol. Don't try and sell me something I don't want. But if I want it, then build a relationship with me. And now I want to buy from people who, that I, who I like who care about me or, or who seem genuinely interested in me. And this has played out in my life, my entire life, because I like to buy things from people who seem nice. I like to buy things from people who seem trustworthy, and there's the three parts to that. Uh, we buy things from people that we like, we trust, and we have something in common with. So sales is about building a relationship. 
So that's all I had to do. At 10 years of age, I started earning a lot of money. I was then poached by another market stall owner who said, I'll give you a higher percentage, come and work for me and sell ladies clothing. So I did, and I earned more money because he gave me a higher percentage because he could see that I knew what I was doing. And I didn't, all I was doing was common sense and logical. Make friends with people, learn their name, ask them what they want and give them what they want. And if somebody doesn't want what I've got to sell, find them the person that has. It's a really simple process making money. And I wish people didn't make it so complicated because you can have as much money as you want. All you've got to do is put the system into place. So then after that, I was poached into the jean uh, business, selling jeans. And the guy that I worked for, his name was Roger. And he had market stalls every day of the week in Melbourne. And he was really smart. He put those market stalls outside universities. And that's where the money was because university students wanted to buy jeans. So when I, and this is just a very personal story. I ran away from home when I was 14 and nine months. Uh, I was already uh, in my bank account. I had uh, a large amount of money uh, because I'd learnt those skills. And all I, I'm, I'm just sharing this with you because it's simple. All you've got to do is add value to people's lives and build great or learn great communication skills so you can build great relationships. It's easy. Now, the next part of that story, when I came into doing what I was really passionate about, because I really wanted to be an exercise professional, and that's why I ran away from home. And I went to a health club, and this is I'll just cut a very long story short. They didn't want somebody that was 15 years of age, and I didn't have any qualifications, not that anybody else did either, but they didn't want me. Why would they? She, the woman who was the aerobic coordinator at the gym that I went to, and I picked the gym, this is really important, Go to work where you want to. Be involved with people that will add value to your life. And I picked this particular health club because I wanted to be working with the best in the country. And that's where the best group exercise instructors were and I wanted to be involved with that team. They said no, of course, but I, I put it to them a little bit differently. I want to work here for free. I will do this for free. All I want you to do is pay me $1 extra for every pers extra person I bring into my classes or bring into the gym. And again, cut a very long story short, I started off earning no money, but when you build relationships with people and you learn people's names and you're genuinely interested in their goals and you play their music and you have their favorite lollies and their favorite fruit and you talk to them during the week, not just expect them to come to your class, my classes built up very quickly and my class went from three to 13 to 30 to 80 to 100 to 120. So now I'm the highest paid group exercise instructor in Sydney and back then I absolutely was. There was nobody earning more than $100 a class back then, getting paid to wages to do that. But I was because I backed myself and I'm asking you to do the same. Every day I deal with people who have a goal and a dream. They've got an invention, a creation. They want to be an exercise professional. They want to open a business. They want to be a rock star, a movie star, a sports star. Somebody's told them they either can't do it or there's no money in it and won't work for you. Well, that's just not true. I've got a library full of books. I've got a, a computer full of stories. I've got hundreds and thousands of life experiences of people that will prove that wrong, people who can't sing and they're still rock stars, people who were told they weren't good enough at sport and now they're the ultimate world champions, people who were told they couldn't dance and, they, and they're now professional dancers and, and working around the world, people who were told they couldn't be an exercise professional and now they own a chain of health clubs or a chain of exercise studios or they're earning more than doctors and lawyers. And I'm sharing all of that with you because if it's about the money, go and work at the bank. But if you have a passion, if you have a drive, if you're excited about something, the money will come. Because I'll say again, there's only three things you have to do. Do what you're passionate about, keep getting better at it, 
and add massive value to people's lives. I'll say that again. Do what you're passionate about. Keep getting better at it and add massive value to people's lives. That's called the sweet spot. Live in the middle of the sweet spot and you'll make as much money as you ever want to. So that's the easy part. What I didn't get, what I didn't understand until I was over 30 is that once you make a lot of money, you have to know what to do with it. And I was making a lot of money. I was making a lot of money when I was 10 years of age. In fact, I was making probably more money than most professional people when I was 10 years of age. So it's not about, and then again, it's not about the money. I never did anything because I wanted to earn money. I just wanted to have a great life. And that's the thing. That's what I learned very early, that when you've got the right amount of money, you have freedom and choice to do what you want, go where you want, live the way you want, and nobody can control you or your life. And unfortunately, we live on a planet, you can go and create your own planet, but we live on a planet where if you don't have any money, life becomes very complicated. So once you've got the money, what do you do with it? And this is what I had to, I learned the hard way because I just spent my money. I loved having money and I loved living my life. So I gave a lot of money to charity. I gave a lot of money to people. I invested a lot of money into my first husband's sport. There was two years of my life where every cent that I had went into my husband's sport. Uh, I, I didn't know how to invest and how to look after my money. I'm very privileged for a bazillion reasons for meeting K-Man, but when K-Man and I met, uh, we were in seriously serious financial challenge. We were both capable of earning a lot of money. We were both earning a lot of money, but we were digging holes. And it's interesting, we live in a world now where zero is not where you can stop. Once you've reached no money, you can keep digging <laughs> and become broker and broker and broker. And we were in that situation. We were both, K-Man's uh, an, an entrepreneur and I'm an entrepreneur. We were both big visionary people, growing businesses, doing lots of stuff, but not focusing on where that money was going. So we invested in real estate and we invested in emus and we invested in trees and we did a whole heap of silly stuff because we didn't know what to do with our money. And this is where uh, the, the most beautiful quote I've ever heard. If you want to be wealthy, study wealth. You could put it in any, any direction. If you want to be happy, study happiness. If you want to be healthy, study health. But if you want to be wealthy, you've got to study wealth. And don't study with people who aren't wealthy. And would it be a good idea to not study with people who uh, they're, they're living a technical part of being wealthy, but they haven't got any personal wealth themselves? We, we met a lot, of the, a lot of those people and wasted a lot of money with those people. Have a look at what the best in the world are doing when it comes to money. And it's a very easy process. Just study what you want. Now, there's all different ways ways to make money. You can use real estate. You can use stocks and shares. You can use your own business. You can create things, invent things. You can sing. You can dance. You can be a surgeon. You can. There's a plenty of ways to make money. But if you want to be wealthy, where where you are financially free and secure, where nobody's controlling your life and nobody can come in and take anything away from you. Uh, we call it the financial wall around your life that nobody can break through. If you want to be in that, that situation, now you have to study wealth. And that's exactly what we did. And we invested a lot of money into our study of wealth, but we studied with the best in the world. And when I share that, one of my favorite people that I always talk about is a gentleman by the name of Warren Buffett. Now, the reason I share him, because I love passion and I love people who live in that sweet spot. And to me, he's the ultimate example. He wanted to start investing in stocks and shares when he was eight years of age, but he wasn't old enough. The minute he was old enough, they let him, let him start investing 
and he's been investing ever since. He's now well over 80 years of age. He still works in his business. He's one of the wealthiest men in the world. Over 80, he's worth over 800, uh, no, I don't want to give you the wrong number because every single day this changes. He's worth billions of dollars, billions of dollars because he started doing something that he loved. He would have done it for free. He kept getting better and better at it. And his business adds massive value to other people's lives because all everything that he's learned about stocks and shares, he's taught other people to do it. So I'll just use that as an example. If you want to be the best dancer, study the best dancers. If you want to be a top-level exercise professional, please don't look at the average personal trainers in the world and think that they're going to give you great advice. The only reason you would look at an average personal trainer or worse is to look at what they're doing and do exactly the opposite. And then you can do that with finances. Have a look at what broke people are doing and do exactly the opposite. Have a look at what people who are struggling for money are doing. There's a reason why people struggle for money and there's a reason why there's not enough money in their life and it isn't because of their background, their intelligence, their social ability, their their, their uh, uh, mental intelligence when it comes to building businesses. Wealth creation is a very simple process and there's plenty of people who aren't very smart. Or And I'll give you a better example. There are people who have lived on government welfare and benefits their whole life. They've lived on the dole and they have retired financially free because they studied wealth. They took they uh, took uh, great pleasure in the time that they were not working, invested into learning how to create wealth and retired wealthy. So it's possible for everybody. You just have to find what you're passionate about, what you want to keep getting better at, what you would do for free and add massive value to people's lives. And then you have to work out where you're going to invest it. Now, I'd love to give you a simple, very simple wealth creation plan. Now, there's millions of them, and every different person will give you a different one. But this is really simple, and it made sense to me, so we, we've, we've applied it, and it's just beautiful. So whatever you're earning, $100, a $1,000, $100,000, $1 million, doesn't matter. Whatever you're earning. Learn to live on 70% of that. So whatever it is, just work out how to live on 70%. You're going to have to cut some things out, stop buying things, stop eating out, stop smoking, stop. There's some things you might have to change. But learn to live on 70% of what you're earning at the moment. Now, now you've got 30% to do something with. And this is just a simple process. 10% goes to charity, goes to helping people, goes to the, the causes that you believe in. And I, I share this with you first because most people don't think about giving until they've got money and and or they never get into the habit of giving. And as, as I've been taught for a very long time, it's a lot harder to take $100,000 out of a million and give it away than it is to take 10 cents out of a dollar. So 10 cents or 10% of your income, and this is really interesting because it's a percentage. So as you start earning more money, the, the amount of money will go up, but the percentage stays the same. So the suggestion is pick a cause, pick something you're excited about, pick where you want to put money that's going to add value to people's lives who haven't got money for themselves, and put 10% 10, 10 of your income into that. 10% uh, of your income needs to go to Ron, later on. <laughs> uh, You've got to look after your future. You're living on 70%. 10% now has to go to planning for the future. You can't touch it. It's not yours. <laughs> it's 
to be put away. Now, you can invest it and do something with it. But you, again, that's where studying wealth comes from. But don't spend it now. It's for Ron later on. So 10% to charity, 10% to your future. 5% to what I like to call the what if fund. What if I get a flat tire? What if the fridge breaks down? What if I have to not work for six months? What if? You've got to have money to cover the tough times. And that's why I always share, if you expect it to be tough and you plan for it, then it doesn't matter when it comes along because you've planned for it. So you've got to have a what if fund. And there's all sorts of things that happen in our lives and most people get stuck out. They have to then take money from their kids' education or from their health or from their food budget to pay for the what if. So have a what if fund. So 5% goes to what if something happens in my life, I've got that covered. And then, of course, the favorite one is your fun fund. You've got to have money to spend on what you want to spend that you love. And what whether you uh, invest that fun fund and you spend it every seven days or every month or every year or every 10 years, but you've got to have money that you, when you go shopping, this is what I think is really important because a lot of people go shopping with a credit card or they see something that they want. They know that they can't afford it, but they get it anyway. And that's called digging. And that's where we go broke. And that's where we get into big tr- uh, financial challenges. That's where cars get repossessed and houses get repossessed and we can't pay our bills. And how embarrassing is it when you've made a commitment to a loan or a you've told somebody, yes, I'm going to pay, this is what I want to do, and you can't pay it. So the really important part here is that whatever whatever money you spend for fun, you go there spending it without any guilt. This is the money that I've got to buy new shoes. This is the money I've got to go out for dinner. This is the money I've got to buy a new computer game. I can invest this money uh, happily and passionately because it's from my fun fund. So let's work that out again. Learn to live on 70% so you can pay all your bills. Obviously, you pay yourself first. So when the money comes in, you automatically take 10 to charity, 10% to your uh, your later on fund, 5% to your what if fund and 5% to your fun fund. That goes first and then you live on the 70%. I'm sure you've heard this before and if you haven't, it's a really important philosophy. Pay yourself first. You have to look after you first because you have to learn how to live on 70%, which means you've got to put that away first and don't touch it. Then that 70%, remember it's a percentage, it's not an amount. Because if you're doing what you love and you keep getting better at it and you add massive value to people's lives, the money, the amount of money keeps going up. Isn't that exciting? The percentage stays the same. Now, the interesting thing to that, though, is the really wealthy people in the world, the millionaires and billionaires, will tell you that it would be obscene. That's the word I've heard, obscene, to live on 70% of their income. There's a lot of people who just change those numbers around. There's a lot of people who live on 5% of their income or 1% of their income. And if you looked at their life, you'd go, oh my God, they're they're obviously incredibly wealthy. But 99% of their income is going to charity or causes or making the world a better place or inventing new things or investing in other people. Have you ever wondered where venture capital money comes from? It comes from wealthy people who are living on 1% of their income happily and beautifully and they invest 99% of their income into helping other people have a great life. So that's what the future could look like if you want it to. If you're struggling for money, if you don't have enough money, if you don't understand money, if you've ever been in that embarrassing situation where you have to pay a bill and you haven't got the money, uh, for me, this this is what changed my life. 
going to the supermarket with a calculator. Because there was a couple of times that I'd been to the supermarket and they'd said to me, it's X amount of dollars and I didn't have enough money. So I had to put stuff back. And I found that, not in, I don't I care what other people think, but I was embarrassed that I was in a situation where I was capable of earning money, but I had to put stuff back. And I hate maths and I hated a calculator and I ended up having to go to the supermarket with a calculator, adding up the things as I went because I only had a set budget for food. I didn't like living on that 70% at the amount that I had. So I'm very happy to live on 70%, but I had to increase the numbers. So here's the simple thing. Do what you're passionate about, keep getting better at it, add massive value to people's lives, and that means you've got to have a career or business that you love. Really important, please, if you've got the music in you, I love music for that reason. If you've got something inside you that you're passionate about, please don't let somebody steal your dream. If you want to be an exercise professional, you can be. If you want to be a doctor, you can be. I don't care what they told you at school and what marks you got. If you're passionate about becoming a doctor, you can. And a very quick story on that because I love to share this story. I met a guy that was more mature. I was on a train in Melbourne, Australia, and he had this big smile on his face. And I, I love happy people. So I went up to him and I said, how come I'm so happy? And he said, I've just got into medical school. Now, the story goes like this. He didn't get good enough marks at school. He was told he was too dumb to be a doctor. He scraped into an arts degree at university, scraped in. He then transferred into physiotherapy. He then transferred into biomedical science. And then he transferred into medical school. And it took a long time and he was more mature. But he wanted to be a doctor. Not for the money. He didn't want to become a doctor for the money. I went to school with a stack of those people. I just want to become a doctor because they drive BMWs and earn lots of money. Wrong reason. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be a landscape gardener, if you want to be a dancer, if you want to be an exercise professional, you can be. Do what you're passionate about. Keep getting better at it. So educate and train to get good at it and then keep getting better at it and then keep adding massive value to people's lives. That's the sweet spot. You will make money. When you, when you are making money, make sure you know how to look after your money so you can build a secure wall around your life that nobody can break into. And then you'll never be in that embarrassing situation where you've got a bill to pay and you can't. Or you'd like to keep studying, but you've got no money. Or you'd like to go and buy a new car because yours is a crappy piece of rubbish, but you can't. Don't live like that, please. Wouldn't it be nice to wake up every day knowing that you are in control of your life, you are in control of your money, you are in control of your future, you're in control of your career path and your business because you've learned about it, you've studied about it, you keep getting better at it and nobody can control your life. Wouldn't it be nice if you were in control of your life, not somebody else? Wouldn't that be awesome? If you've got the music in you, you should sing. Woohoo! <laughs>